Welcome to the Rad Dad Show. This episode features Joey Kapoff, Lagwagon, with guest interviewer, Rad Dad Mike. Enjoy. Um, good afternoon, Rad Dads. This is Mike. Usually Christian's the one taking the helm on this interview, but I've decided to help out and take the reins for this show. We're here with uh, Joey Cape from... Lagwagon. <laughs> Lagwagon, yes. Good old band from the 90s. Lots of us skater guys know know yeah. these guys. So um, I'm going to throw it out there. Like, in the words of Nardwar, who are you? Yeah, Nardwar. Hmm. Not sure what he meant by that, but... Uh, well, my name's Joey. Uh, cape and I sing for some bands and occasionally write some songs and um, do a lot of traveling doing that stuff playing that's that music and uh, yeah I'm here today in Edmonton and have the fine pleasure of talking about being a dad Fantastic. Something that I'm I would say is the most important thing in my life that's awesome yeah being a parent, a dad sure. as such, is probably one of the best things to be. Yeah, it reprioritizes everything in your life. Absolutely Somehow, like, does. I'm a part of a text thread now that won't <laughs> shut up, though. And that's pretty cool for your microphone interview here. No I'm worries. off my ringer. Somebody's asking for dental floss in the band, you know. We got grown-up problems here. Uh, yeah, grown-up problems. Yeah. Where's my toothpick? Yeah, anybody got dental floss? That's literally what that text thread is. <laughs> Fun times. And the funny thing is I have some. Sweet. I'm the only guy for sure that's Just got some out, on me. Out. Yeah, yeah, I'm holding out for a while. I'm busy, man. I'm a dad. Yeah, exactly. I got things to do. <laughs> um, so what do you do um, on your downtime? You're not always traveling, are you? I spend you? as much time as possible, uh, not just saying this with, with my kid, um, uh, I think one of your next questions is, who are you and who is your daughter? Yes. Who is your child? My child is my daughter. Her name's Violet. She's 14. Oh, wow. And a half. You know, and we're half, still yep. counting the half years. Um, so she's starting high school. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. So we've been through most of the stuff. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Oh. Yeah. 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 Boyfriends are coming. Yeah, I, I totally understand that myself. Or girlfriends, yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, she their sa- she says boyfriends, uh-huh. so it's a little less interesting than it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I spend uh, just about all my time doing you know things with her when she's not busy or just driving her around. Uh, when I'm home, giving my wife a break, you know, because nice. I spend a lot of time on tour, so um, it's unfair to say the least how much time my wife spends doing all of the parenting because yeah. we're a single you know family uh income home and, okay. and the income is nowadays for me tour yeah so i'm always on tour and uh it's unfortunate for both of us for all of us i think yeah. um yeah so i do a lot of that and then occasionally i'm in the recording studio yeah, you well. do a lot of your yeah. own solo stuff. Yeah, and I produce a lot of things. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but most of the time I produce things at my house, so I'm home anyway, which is nice for my daughter because I bring these guys to my house, you know, or girls. Or girls. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's cool for her to get to meet some weirdos. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, so what do you consider, do you consider yourself a rad dad? I mean, 
It's funny because I'm from California, so the connotation of radical and rad <laughs> is, uh, is a different thing. I mean, we were saying rad dad, you know, when my kid was a baby, all, all of yeah. my friends and I that had kids around the same time, we were all rad dads automatically. <laughs> it's just, we're California, so, you know, kids or whatever, so. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I guess if you look at it, the way I'm looking at it is that uh, I don't have a normal nine to five job. I don't go Absolutely. to work in a cubicle and I'm not bringing home the bacon, so to speak, in that regard. And uh, so my daughter's life's been probably a little bit different than the average kid. Uh, so I guess in that regard, slightly radical. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, she travels with me sometimes, oh, you know, when I even tour. even better. She gets to yeah. meet a lot of the bands I've taken and her a like lot that. of really cool places. And I really wish I could take her all the time, you know? Yeah, it'd she be pretty sweet. She homeschooled the last seven years, so she's oh, just wow. finally going back to real school. And, uh, yeah, so in that regard, yeah. Oh, I'm a rad cool, dad. <laughs> <laughs> what is one of your most rewarding aspects of being a, a dad, a father figure? Oof. God, I mean... I just think everything. I, I don't even know how to answer that question. I, I, there's no single thing. I always wanted to have a family. I was hoping for a bigger family, but we ended up stopping at one because it's really not up to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not science. It's just my wife was kind of affected heavily by having a child. And so we were already, you know, in our late 30s when we had her. And so that door was sort of closing. And, we ended up with just one, but that's absolutely okay. You know, we're just a little triangle yeah. of love, so to speak, and, uh, and it's great. And, uh, you know, I think I said it before, but it, the, the second, there's all these periods of time before, during pregnancy, especially when you're thinking about, you, you're open-minded, but I think you have some ideas about the way things are going to go. Absolutely. And uh, we had friends that had kids that we would like be having dinner with or something, and we'd be talking about it confidently. And yeah. And one of them would look at us very seriously and say, you're about to get hit by a reality truck. Oh, yeah. I remember those times, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, we can't, come on. You know, but it really is a thing that it reprioritizes everything in your life. So many things that were important that weren't important oh, absolutely. become clear. You know, absolutely. so many things that bothered you. I find that I have this kind of sole purpose that underlies everything I do, and that is to make her happy and yes. to take care of her. And it makes life in many ways more easy. You know, oh, wow. I, I have a, a goal, you know, so those sort of other goals in my life that kind of fade as you get older, you know, yeah. age comes and health issues come and all sorts of things happen as you get older. But I think if you're, you know, childing, you know, or parenting in the right way, uh, I think it gives you something to live for that you never had before. Oh, absolutely. And it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes with the, the two questions here I had for you for what's changed you as a father, you know, and and the fears of beco becoming a father, you know, like, yeah. can you elaborate more on any of those two questions? Like, well, I remember I had, 
I, I don't, you know, I was so comfortable with the idea of having a family. I, I don't, I think I had normal fear. Yeah. You know, how will I pay for things? How will I take care of the child? And, and, uh, and then once it was happening, that realization that hits, I think, a lot of parents, you're your own parent. Yeah. You just do what you can do, and you do the best you can do, and your family becomes what your family is. And it doesn't matter what anyone else says or any book you read. You are an individual as a family person and as a parent. And I agree 100%. That's it. Yeah. And so once you realize that, that's really empowering. And then you, all the fear kind of goes away because you're going to be fine. You've yeah. got the only thing that matters, which is caring for one another. You yeah, know? exactly. And that kind of drive that comes from that, it's just, it's not a problem. Yeah. I never worried about so many men I knew that had daughters as well were really concerned about when they became teenagers and all that stuff started I have happening. two daughters. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I didn't, uh, I, I, I just don't, I don't know, I don't have it in me to be worried about it. I trust her. You know, it's it's a strange thing. I don't, okay, in this regard, she does have a rad dad. I mean, I, I've seen a lot in my life. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. And I've seen a lot of people do a lot of really bad things, and my kid is, just about the sweetest, kindest, most compassionate. She's just a good person. She's going to be fine. Do you feel she takes more after you or after your wife? Mm. I think it's both. Both? But I really want to give my wife the credit because this, the sweetness and the kindness um, and the sort of lack of cynicism, <laughs> that's all her. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When the kid's bad, it's all your fault. When it, when the kid is awesome, then you're like, all me. No, all I don't me. complain though. I mean, my wife is really, um, she's uh, she's pretty easy. Is she? Yeah, she's really laid back and really cool. And oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, she you know, she has things, but uh, but she is very gentle, and awesome. my daughter got that from her. I mean, you know. I'm not the most gentle person. Yeah. I try. I try. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a little rough around the edges sometimes. Um, how, do you, how do you deal with being away from your daughter, your family as such? Oh, boy. It's been very tough. Um, in the first years of her life, oh, it was the worst. You know, I used to equate it just kind of a dark thing to say, but it's kind of like being a, a heroin addict. And every time you leave, you ha you don't have your drugs. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I really felt that way. I felt like so emotionally lost. Oh, wow. When I'd be home, I would just get so used to being home and being around that kind that of... That routine. That's a thing, again, that you can't describe. You've been in love, of course, but this is a different kind of love that you have for a child. It's just, it's unparalleled. It, you can't compare it to any other thing that you had before. Because when you have a baby, this is something that, you know, I was reading about this. I mean, all other animals, uh, there are many examples of how they, you know, like a, 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 a baby, a horse, when it's born, will just start to walk immediately. Yeah. Um, 
almost all animals will just immediately start doing things, but we have a, like a nearly two-year period of, uh, you know, we have this thing where this is an absolutely dependent on us life form. Yeah. And uh, during that time, there's something about that that it's just like nothing you've ever experienced as far as caring about something. Um, so when you're around that all the time and then you leave it, you can't explain it to other people, especially people who don't have children. Yeah. Or people that have children and are just kind of shitty about it. Yeah. They definitely knew some guys that were like, oh, I'm never changing diapers. My <laughs> wife does that, you know. And uh, I always thought, okay, I'm going to try to be friends with you, but I don't think I can anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's, immediately that's understandable. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk to you, man. Just go away from me. Like, if you don't dive in, I don't know what you're doing. But, uh, yeah, so it was much more difficult in the early days. There are lots of times that, that I'm touring you know, some some years, 250 days a year. Wow. Yeah, and there are times where I feel kind of a little bit lost, you know. And fortunately, we have phones. Yeah. So I can talk to her every day. I can even FaceTime her. Uh, and we do. We talk a few times a day, every day. Yeah, technology is no great. where I that. am. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that kind of saves me. But, yeah, there's a lot of times I wish I had a normal life and I could just be home, you know. It's that, tough. What would be a normal life? You know, like it's your job just is not leaving all the time for months at a time. Yeah, you know, it's it's fucked up because <clears throat> I would very much like to take her with me too. You know, yeah, I'm having all the, these experiences, and they're at home sharing experiences, and I'm somewhere really cool in the world. You know, like south of Spain. And, I'm That'd on the sweet, farm. Yeah. I'm, you know, we're talking, we have this thing. It's day and night, you know? It's night for her, it's day for me, it's day for me, it's night for her because I'm so far away. Yeah. And I'm showing her some things on FaceTime and going, hey, this is great. And she's jealous. She'd really like to be there. She's sitting at home waiting for her mom to get ready so she can go ride a bike or something. And she's like, <laughs> I'm going to ride a bike again. I'm going to walk the dogs again. Yeah. <laughs> you're on some fucking beach <laughs> you know <laughs> looks like paradise it's cold here yeah. <laughs> you know? that kind of stuff's going on um, and it's not the same you know so there that's that's the hard part yeah is, uh, wanting to share things getting kind of addicted to that yeah because you know when they're really young oh you miss so much everything they do you know just remember in the beginning when they're they pick something up and they're just for the first time kind of learning how to hold something yes and the way that they check things out and the way they show you things when when they draw a picture you know and they show you the picture and all they want they're like this easiest thing in the world they simply want you to go that's great yeah. They, that's all they want. They want is, that. It's just your approval. Look what I did, Dad. Yeah. This and is for you, Dad. That's so easy and so great because it's unlike anything else. Oh, that's, that is so true. Yeah. Um, I, myself, father of two, um, I, went, I was on the road a lot myself for my job for my oldest. And then having tough times with her as a teenager kind of drew me back and not stayed on the road. Um, so I spent a lot more time with my youngest daughter yeah. and the bond that you have when you spend more time 
with a child is a lot more different. You know, yeah. it, it, I love both my children equally, but sure. the bonds are, are completely different. You know, yeah. um, so. That's neat. <laughs> thank you. Um, what was your relationship uh, like with your father? I didn't know my dad very well. My dad left my family when I was really young. Um, I guess I was, my parents split when I was five or six. Oh, wow. You know, and uh, it was the 70s. So, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe I was eight. I don't know. It was early 70s or something. I was born in 66, so I'm an old man. And uh, <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> my father just, uh, I don't know, he just, I think he, you know, he could just barely deal with it. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really get to know him again until my 20s when I sort of started. And my relationship with him was really different than most people with their fathers. I, I was, it was more like a friend. And uh, I took care of him. He's now, you know, kind of, he's here, but he's gone. He has Alzheimer's oh. and he's, it's, it, the last like, five years of my life I've been spending a lot of time taking care of him uh, when I'm home and um, it's 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 different is it yeah but we're very close and uh, he's a great guy I just don't know that he was like a great dad you know I don't know if he really knew how to do it something to do with his parents yeah, probably exactly. uh, but my mom was always there and I was raised by my mother and another man so I had a stepfather I had two dads you know and yes. the other dad was great um, my dad was great too but it just you know I just think they had a they split up and he that's just the way that went so as you were saying you have a stepdad um, <clears throat> how was your relationship with him great it's also like a friendship, though, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't have that thing, you know, like fathers and sons throwing the baseball around. I yeah. didn't really have that. Oh, okay. But uh, it's not bad. It's really not bad at all. I have, in the long run, I had two incredibly intelligent fathers that were both very different, uh, but, also, but both incredibly smart and really uh, good guides in many ways for me later in life. So it all worked out just fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and my mom was great. Mom. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any, I guess, fatherly role models that you had, like friends, uncles, you know, and so on? I mean, I guess that's where my stepdad kind of would be, he'd be there. No, that was, those were kind of the two. I mean, my uncle, I had an uncle, my mom's brother, who I always really liked a lot. And my grandfather, my mom's father, my Nono and Nona, my grandparents on my father's side, uh, the, my Nono passed away before, way before I was born. And my grand, she was so old by the time I was five or whatever, she was 92 or something. So yeah. I barely knew her, but uh, I had her, I was really close to my mom's dad growing up. He was a, <laughs> he was a hell of a guy. Total racist, oh. you know, old, angry, 
I just loved him. The grandpas were always like that. Uh, yeah, he and was you can't just train such that a shitty, <laughs> he said such terrible things yeah. all the time. And somehow, like, he would tell me these stories, and I just thought they were the greatest stories. He was a, you know, he was a war vet, and he, awesome. he probably had five wives around the world. I mean, no, we, no one ever really knew. We used to joke about it. How many wives does he have besides the one he's been with 75 years over here? You know, but uh, yeah, he was he was special. That's awesome. Can you describe any kind of a parent fail or and a parent success that you've had dealing with your with your daughter? Um. Whew. I know it's kind of a a loaded question. Well. I mean, I, I, I guess I just sort of automatically think of, uh, you know, the, the way that we raised her, I think, it's pretty transparent. Um, we, uh, you know, she, she was homeschooled for seven years of her life, very formative years of her life. And um, we spent all of our time with her. Um, I think that, if anything, I just, you know, she's just a really good person. I think we were careful to teach her basic things, you know, yeah. outside of the, you know, theology and, you know, spirituality and, uh, and politics, you know, oh. these sorts of things that kind of come into play we were pretty open about with her but it was really what was important was just kindness and compassion that kind of stuff and it's a very general thing to say but I think that's we have a win there because she's just you know she's a good kid she gets really involved in all these charity type things you oh, know, wow. on her own without even asking us she's always doing things that we don't prompt her to do and uh, I guess it comes from that, you know. Oh wow, awesome! Yeah, she, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it is. She's never eaten meat in her life. Oh no way! Which is super, you know. Yeah, that's a huge. I'm not a vegetarian. Know. Her mother is. Her mother has been since she was 15 or something. Um, my daughter is pretty much vegan. At 14, has never had meat. Oh wow! And she's a member of PETA too. She's like really involved in all these wildlife funds and all this activism there. And she's done all that on her own. And even some, you know, picketing and, you know, like yeah. crazy stuff where I'm kind of like, okay, let's just slow down, all right? Yeah. Let me, let me, let's talk about hunting, hunters and gatherers. <laughs> yeah. Just hold on, wait yeah. a second. She's like, you're never going to say anything to me, Dad. She's very independent that way. Well, that's awesome. Though. And I'm actually proud of that. I think it's just fine. But there's more than that. She does, she does a lot of volunteer work. She works with kids younger than her. Nice. Um, and just signs up for these things. Um, she's a good kid. You sound like a very proud dad. I'm very proud of her. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no complaints. <laughs> no complaints. So can you describe kind of a daily routine that you guys do, you know, or a, a thing you guys, you and your daughter would like to do, just you two, like, you know, like, 
some dads like, oh, I play guitar with my, my kid. I, yeah. I'll, I'll veg out, play a little, you know, PlayStation with my, my son or my daughter, yeah. this, that. Myself, um, my daughter and I, we shoot competitive archery together. So, you know, that's, that's our thing. What we do on our daddy-daughter days, we call them. I call them that. I don't know if she does. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're kind of rare. And, uh, you know, we just do... It, it, you never know. It could be just about anything. But sometimes it's just going on, like, a hike, taking the dogs and going for a hike. Awesome. Sometimes it's really simple like that. It doesn't cost money, and it's just great. I don't care what we do because I get to be with just her, and I get that time with just her. It's the greatest thing for me every time. But lots of times we end up getting, you know, ice cream or like it's the day is like built around like we're going to go to this one place. They got these really fancy like ice cream cones or whatever, you know. Oh, that's awesome. And then it's just kind of like take a bus and a train to get to some place. And the, the excuse is this great ice cream place or something. <laughs> but we're just doing stuff together, you know. It yeah. doesn't have to be anything special. You just know, the time sometimes together. it's a movie. Yeah. It's simple, and we're simple. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't care about what we do. I care about how we get there. Like, I don't want to drive. That's what I always say to her. Yeah. I go, I'm not, I, I don't want to get in the car. We live in a city. There's nowhere to park. It's a nightmare. It's, we spend half our day in a car. I want to take buses and things like that. And so she likes that, too. Oh, My awesome. wife doesn't like it. <laughs> Too many weirdos on those buses. But I love it with her because we get to see all these crazy people and kind of giggle a little bit and <laughs> get a little scared at times. And It's great. That is awesome. Yeah. That sounds like so a lot of fun. That's it. You know, it's just a getting there. Um, and every once in a while, we'll take a trip together. Um, just sometimes we'll just go six hours away or whatever and stay for a weekend somewhere. That's and fantastic. Just, uh, go up the mountains and and just mess around in the snow, you know, snowball fights. And it's just, it's always like pretty simple. I've tried to get her to snowboard. She said she did it once and she didn't, she, didn't, I mean, she didn't want to ski either. She just did, she's, the weird thing is she's like an incredible athlete and she wants to, but she's got this thing about it. There's never enough time to get good fast you know what I mean she's like I'm gonna have to go on some bunny hill with like some kids and an instructor and she's like no <laughs> not doing that so then I think well how did I learn because I mean I literally learned to snowboard by just hiking in, yeah. a, in a place on my own and just going down and hiking up and going down and that's that's but I already had surfed and skateboarded yeah. my whole life uh she skateboards she could do it, but we don't, we don't do things like that. We'll just go to go up in the mountains and we'll just mess around in the snow, you just know, go sledding and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of goofy, but it's awesome. That's your thing, though, yeah. right? That's, that's what we that's do. That's what makes you guys yeah. tight. Yeah. Um, being a tight unit, um, does your wife ever feel not included with you and your daughter? Like, do you guys sometimes just break out and it's just you and her? Or do you guys just kind of include her with everything? I mean, we're almost always the three of us together. Um, so that, that's pretty rare. And I try to plan one weekend like that a year, which is, believe it or not, really difficult to do for me because yeah. I travel so much. And my daughter has this ridiculous schedule. I mean, she hasn't been just sitting at home all these years. She, 
she was doing gymnastics six days a week and now it's dance and acting and all these. She's always doing all kinds of things. And then now she's her age. I mean, she's got play dates. All that. She has all these friends. I mean, awesome. she's a teenager. You yeah. Know? She's okay, dad. She'll go with me now. Like, and she'll, we'll have a good time. But it doesn't mean she wouldn't rather hang out with Evie. Yeah. Or whatever the rest of their names are. <laughs> the, <laughs> the crew of kids. Those fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> they take my kid away from me. No, I'm just kidding. No, they're great kids. No, it's, it's, it's They're difficult. all great kids. But it is funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what, no, we spend, the three of us are usually, you know, we, we've done all our trips together and everything. It's only an occasional thing that I get to go with Violet. And actually, it's good for my wife. She might have been more sad years and years ago, you know, if we did something like that. And it was probably more rare then. But now, I mean, honestly, it's a good thing for her. I mean, she just almost has no time to herself ever. She's yeah. just basically a servant for her child. And that's, that's end up happening, you know? She doesn't work, so she's just there. the driver. Yeah. And uh, they're mother and daughter, so they have a very different relationship. Oh, absolutely. They fight, and they get along, but they fight. They have things that I can't get in. There's <laughs> bubbles that I'm not allowed in. You know, they make fun of me, which I love. I totally love. It's get like, oh, on. Dad, you just don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, how do I not get it? I'm not dumb, but I kind of love it. Yeah. And sometimes I pretend to not get it because it's fun. I like being the outsider. But yeah, so if we go on a trip, it's good for, for oh, that's my awesome. wife, Kristen. Um, how do you deal with your, the struggles as a parent, or as a dad, I should say, uh, with a teenage daughter, especially with the way that technology is today, like Facebook and oh, Snapchat? that's tough, yeah. That's tough. I mean, I come from a time when there weren't cell yeah. phones. I mean, half my life, there were no cell phones. Oh, I mean, exactly. I'm that old, you know? And she was born into a world where they were already smartphones, you know, well on their way. I mean, iPhone 4 or something was yeah. the one that came out there. She was born, I don't know, something crazy. So to look at it like that, I can't fault her for the world she's growing up in. I mean, she, they, this is the way they communicate. And, yeah. and you know, everybody talks about that aha moment. I hate that aha moment, sounds so cheesy, but that moment where you're sitting there with your kid, or kids, and other kids, and they're together, they're all looking at their phones. And you go, what the hell are you guys That's doing? That's not friends. You're, you're all here. What are you doing? Like, put your phones down, and then Absolutely. they look at you like, you don't get it. No. It's like, you're right. I don't get it. Like, I was six years old. My parents would go, I'd go out the door, and they'd go, just get home by dark. Be home for dinner. No helmet. I had a bat in my hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was going to go play with Black Widow spiders or whatever I was going to do. I mean, it was just big wheels, off jumps, and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's Absolutely. very different now. I mean, I, we live in a city in a pretty bad part of town. So that wasn't really going to be a thing anyway. You know, we have to be really careful. With yeah, Violet. absolutely. But yeah, like, I mean, the device thing is, is it's, it's overwhelming sometimes how much time she spends on it and how it's upsetting to my wife and I, you know. And we, she knows, yeah. you know. And we have thought a lot about limiting the time that she spends on it. But a lot of the things that she does on it are just one-on-one. -on -one. She's doing a lot of editing and stuff and creative things that, okay, yes, are they the same kind of creativity? Uh, 
in some ways, but not really, um, as say painting a picture or something. I don't know. It's tough. That's a really tough one. But it's a different world. It is a very different world. So you kind of got to roll with it a little bit. Yeah. Roll with the punches, I guess. I bitch about it, though. I make a lot of jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in the I'm, same boat. Like, they, 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 her and her friends are really proud of a little movie they made, and they're showing you the movie. And unlike the, the golden rule, which is if they want to show you something, you just want to be proud. That's all they want from you. Like Absolutely. The thing I, I said earlier, unlike that, I'll just go, yeah, how many shortcuts did that app have that you made that with? Like, I can't help myself. I'm just like, okay. I even tried for a while. I got her enrolled in this online course where she could study, like, After Effects and, uh, and all these, you know, these tools that people use to make real films, you know? Yeah. I said, you know, if you really want to do this, if you really love editing and film so much, I mean, first of all, loving editing is a great thing for the Absolutely. movie industry. That's like a killer job. Like if, if you don't end up directing or you don't end up in film, but you have this great talent and you know how to use the real tools to edit, you can go get a job. You don't have to be poor. Yeah. I have friends that are editors and they make way more money than I do just doing this fun thing they like to do. Yeah, they do it all day long and they edit stupid reality shows and stuff. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Yeah, So I absolutely. tried to get serious with it, you know, when she was around 12. And uh, it just didn't really take. Yeah. I mean, there's those things, some of those programs, like you can spend a lifetime on them and not master them. And it was like the snowboarding thing. Yeah. All, you know, she just kind of, it's going to take too long to get good at this, you know. And I get it. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. She wants things to be, you know. A little quicker than The world than she's right? in. Yeah. It's like, pick up your phone, it's done. It's uh, self-gratification real quick, you know. Really quick. I was able to accomplish this now, yeah. I'm happy. And that's the core of it, right? Yeah. That's, that's it, they can it do is. that. And we, didn't, we had to work a little harder to get there. For sure. And I think the process is really important. So that, that's something that I would like to, and I do talk to her about, um, but I hope that somehow I can instill just a little bit of that in her, you know, that. The, the, the road, the travel of it is what's great. Yes. You know, it's not just what you pull off, it's how you get there. Fantastic. We'll see. So, do you have any advice for the dads out there? You know, uh, like, can you give any of us extra advice, like, for being dads? Like, the way you cope with being on the road all the time or, you know, any kind of advice you can give another dad. I just, the most important thing I think being a dad because of the biology involved with a mother and daughter or mother and son, you have to be present regardless of anything. It's important to be present. Um, patience is a really big thing. And I would, I mean, this is advice I rarely ever would give because it seems almost arrogant to say, but I do think you have to enjoy it, you know? You have to figure out how to make it something great for you, you know? Yeah. That's hard for a lot of dads. A lot it of is. dads just don't know how to get down there and just get goofy. Yeah. I, it was always easy for me. I, I, I just... I'm just, I'm kind of a child, you know? I mean, I like hanging out with kids. Yeah. I like them. 
They're well, fun. Kids are great. Yeah, they're fun. Their mentality, everything about them. They just want to have a good just, time. Yeah, oh, yeah, so do I. Care. So I find it, you know, really pleasant to, to, you know, I would like, like I said, I would like to have had more t- children, you know. Uh, that would be the best advice, just to be present. Get into advice. it. Because, yeah. you know, I think a lot of us are taught as men just to kind of, I don't know, it's weird. Well, like for me, this as, hunter's thing, you know, yeah. like we go out and we get, to, you know, and she's got this, and it's just, it's kind of, they're not gonna, they're not gonna get what they can get out of it. No, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, what's the future with Lagwagon and your solo career? How are things going with all that? We'll get off topic a little bit here. <laughs> uh, well, Lagwagon, you know, we just kind of do things occasionally. Yeah. And uh, we're doing some stuff now. I mean, we're on this little quick Alberta run. Nice. Great to have you here. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I love it up here. Um, yeah, it's just only two shows. I wish it was like yeah, four, bad. you know. There's a couple yeah, other cool places to play, you know. But uh, yeah, so we do shows on occasion. And I do some stuff with this other thing called the Gimme Gimme's, Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. Dave and I both play in that band. And, We've got some things coming up too. All fantastic. Um, Lagwagon's going to Europe for about a month in oh, August, nice. at the end of July actually, so really soon. So we got some touring going on and we're gonna start working on a new record, like writing. Oh, awesome. Getting together with the stuff we've written when we get back from that, that's the plan. Oh, Hopefully sweet. record an, an album by next spring or so, summer. And I made a, I'm making, I'm in the process of making a solo record that I've been working on for a little while. But I have to do it, like, it doesn't pay anything, so I, I can't, like, it's like, I have to sacrifice home time that I could spend with my daughter working on that. So it's like back burner, way back there. Yeah, that's I mean, I just, I literally get to work on it every couple months for like five days, you know? So it's just this long process and it's kind of annoying, but. It'll, it, I'll have something together by the end of the year, I think. That would be awesome. Yeah, I hope so. I like the new record. I like what I'm doing, but it's just uh, it's frustrating how slow that's going. <laughs> so yeah, you know, just well, staying busy. Whatever comes, I mean, it's just, I would say this, in my life, I, this is what I do, and this is how I take care of my family, you know, back to that. So I say yes to everything. I mean, something comes along, hey, you want to do this? I go, oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, let's go. Well, then we definitely greatly appreciate you uh, doing the Rad Dad Show with ah, us today. Oh, no, it's a pleasure, That's man. That's fantastic. That's one of my favorite um, conversation or topics, you know. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Nothing Love better it. than bragging about being a dad. Oh, yeah, no. That's good stuff. Uh, thank you very much, Joey, for pleasure. the conversation. And check out our website. And I will. Give yourself a listen to yeah. on it. Um, Can I?